1: Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do
2: come. Jen's alright as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices
3: due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***
2: are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?
1: What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Welcome
0: to the first episode of Fingers on Buzzers, and today we are going to be going back to the eighties and blockbusters. One of my absolute favourites. I think
1: it's everybody's favourite. Yeah, it?
0: with Dermot Finch, who was on it back then. We're also going behind the scenes of University Challenge with the lovely Roger Tilling, the Voice himself, no, right. Manchester Porter. He said that, and
1: it was one of the proudest moments of my life. Uh, Jenny, you're going to teach me the ways of quiz. Yeah, I think we're going to start going through a quiz syllabus, the sort of things that come up really regularly. So I'm going to give you a, hopefully... A nice warm start, a topic Mm. that you're familiar with, a quiz later in the show. I am looking forward to learning at your feet. And I will be testing you, Jenny,
0: on a classic trivia topic of my choosing. Oh, no pressure then. Yeah, no. Well, feel free to play along at home as well. So let's start off with round one. Fingers on buzzers. So the first thing we're going to discuss today
1: is what is a quiz show? And what makes a quiz show distinct from a game show? Oh, it's it's really tricky because... All quiz shows are game shows, but not all game shows are quiz shows. Mm. And I think there has to be a line drawn. That you can have game shows which have a little bit of a quiz element, but they're, they're a bit too gimmicky. There's a, lot to, there's a gimmick to do with a game show. There's activity, there's some other skill. I'm going to throw Tipping Point in here. Tipping Point, it's it's got a very big gimmick, but it's all based around the questions. So is it the general knowledge aspect of it? Yeah, Tipping Point to me is definitely a quiz show. But you've got other things like Supermarket Sweep, there were quiz questions in there, but it was more about buzzing around with your trolley wasn't it I oh, you not so like, stoned oh. when
0: that was on that I really don't remember terribly much about it if I'm honest I think that was yeah. the best state to be in <laughs> it was those student years yeah I mean because Supermarket Sweep I suppose the questions were to legitimise playing the game yeah. rather than enjoyable in their own right because mm-hmm. there wasn't really a play along at home factor unless you were three or incredibly
1: thick really that was the, the, the all very stoned <laughs> Exactly, but they, they were going for that, that particular demographic, shall we say.
0: <laughs> so, if we put, so say, right, so at the total game show end, you've got a hole in the wall.
1: That's oh. exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> there's
0: no quiz, there's nothing, it's just very a little game brain show. activity
1: required. Yeah, other so, than
0: purely quite flexibility. And then the other end, you've got, well, what's the brainiest quiz? I mean, that's, that's a Ooh. good question in
1: itself. that we we can discuss this at length i mean only connects only connects brain of britain is very pure quiz brain of britain is Um, absolutely impenetrable to me yeah university challenge if mastermind it's it's purely question and answer yeah that's a very high density quiz show that's that's, and there's no gimmick about it whatsoever it is all about who can answer the most questions correctly and um krypton factor yeah, that's the thing. That Krypton factor straddles because they were striving there to was seek- a lot a of straddling to be done The Krypton Factor well to you want like, to of a little bit of a it's they were trying to seek the, the the strongest overall contestant across quite a lot of different disciplines. So they had to have the game show aspect to it, but it was a lot of it was about the mental agility. You've got the not just the general knowledge round, which it all hinged on at the end, wasn't it? That was very dramatic. Right. But you also yeah. have some memory and observation tests in there. So it's it was mental acuity was a real basis for it. You know, you, you possibly could come last in the assault course, yeah. but you know, kick everyone's butt on the mental stuff. Yeah. I mean, that, that would I be me. I probably, that wouldn't even, I probably wouldn't even start the assault course. I'd no, get I caught would, in that net. I'd have been
0: curled up in crying <laughs> at the assault course <laughs> section of it. Um, well, but, so, yeah, I think there's an interesting thing about things that test your lateral thinking or your ability to... Uh, to find the knowledge so um actually brain of britain's quite an interesting one because quite a lot of the time those answers are gettable and you can work them out Mm -hmm. whereas some are just absolutely pure trivia you know it or you don't yeah um i prefer a let's try and work this one out because i think like only connect for example
1: yeah that, that that comes down i think to a lot of the skill of the question writer being able to put the right number of clues into a question without giving it away, but giving you just enough to be able to work out what they're on about. And or it gives me a really good guess. Mm. I've, got, I've got options here. Mm. And that that is that's a huge skill. I mean, I'm hoping we're going to chat to some top level question writers and find out just how they go about that, because it's oh, it yeah. is it's a skill set that people don't really appreciate when they're watching quiz shows or even game shows that have a few quiz questions in someone's got to sit down and write those and make sure they're accurate and get send them off to the verifier and then yeah, m- you know, make sure they're the right level, it's
0: it's a huge skill to to well, I develop. I remember when I first started, I used to work in television production before I became a comedian and it was in the days where we just didn't care and there was, I won't say what the production was, but uh, we, we just made up quiz questions and didn't even, didn't even fact check them. And in those days, we're going back to the 90s, no one had, you didn't even have Wikipedia, you had nothing. So you'd get people writing in and we'd just put
1: those letters in the bin. You can't do that these days because if there's money at stake, it's, it's, it becomes a legal issue. So most of your big money quiz shows now have an adjudicator.
0: Well, do you see now, is that a difference between like a quiz show and a game show? To me, Game shows are where you win ridiculous kind of fancy consumer goods or whatever. And to me, a quiz show, a proper quiz show should be like, do you remember on 15 to 1, the original series where you used to win like an ancient Egyptian vase or something yes. really dull, really worthy. I think maybe that's a distinction that I would draw.
1: Yeah, the the, the less you're playing for, the mo- it, it, well, physically, the less, yeah. you know, the, the financial reward. And it's all about... It's the purity Pure of the girls.
0: Because you can't imagine on, on Brain of Britain, them suddenly then going, yes, and you are this year's Brain of Britain, and you've won a washing machine! <laughs> or, a, you know, a holiday. Like, none of none of the people on Brain of Britain, you can't imagine they'd enjoy, a you know, two weeks in Acapulco. They'd probably just want to go to
1: the um, Keswick Pencil Museum. Yeah, it depends if they've got enough museums and galleries and yeah. stuff. <laughs> in Acapulco, <laughs> you never know. OK, this is unfair, but... Let's
0: just throw it out there. Um, ultimate all-time best quiz show. Ultimate all-time best game show um, with an element of quiz. Wow. That's that's, that's putting it on the line. No, we'll be back to it. It really is. There's no need to uh, decide now. But, I mean, certainly <laughs> if our listeners could get in touch and tell us what they think. Um, I would like to nominate... Um, All time best game show, uh, a game show called Waffle, that I was involved with in the late '90s. Uh, it was on Granada Television for one series, um, and the reason it only ran for one series because it was so baffling that none of us, even those of us who worked on it, didn't understand what it was about. It was it was kind of rebuses, so it was meant to be. I think because um, catchphrase had done very well, yeah. So they went, "I know what we'll do. It's just it's it's catchphrase, but it's for a word, so it's a kind of rebus." that you have to solve. Anyway, absolutely, no-one ever understood it. We had to explain it to all the contestants. <laughs> but I think there is something incredibly... Um, you know, a, a quiz show where you don't even understand what the question's meant to be, I think is something that hasn't been explored enough on daytime.
1: <laughs> they should have not called it waffle, but called it baffle. Baffle, exactly, Just Yeah, just yes. change <laughs> the first letter. I, I have a real soft spot. If we're talking about pure quiz, mm. 100%. The Channel 5 quiz show, because it was literally three contestants standing there and 100 questions and just the voice coming through with the questions. So it was the purest form of quiz. There was nothing, there was no bells and whistles about it at all. Just the person with the highest percentage at the end was the winner.
0: Like the sort of military end of quizzing, just yeah. like being barked loads of questions at.
1: Yeah, absolutely perfect. I know, I know many quizzes, that's sort of their dream holiday, really.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. two weeks
1: in Acapulco in a yeah. locked room being barked questions at. Well,
0: there's nothing more annoying, is there, than the quiz show, like the, the millionaire effect, where if you are into quizzing, you have to sit through so many ridiculously easy questions that it just become irritating. It's, it's insulting sometimes. Yeah, it's nice when they just go straight to the bastard hard. Yeah. Level.
1: Which University Challenge? Yes. <laughs> yeah, lots of people are in, quite interested in going back as mature students to have a go at the well, University Challenge. So there's this whole lost generation of University Challenge contestants who never got a chance to be on it because it went off air with Bamba Gascoigne in the late 80s and then it wasn't back until 94 with That's Paxman. Right, with Paxo, so yeah. there's there's sort of seven or eight years there. Students who, who oh went at uni at that time didn't get their chance. Oh, so, no. you know, they, could, they could still apply and go back as mature students. Well when they because they do the Christmas specials mm. for
0: old people like me who were uh, too thick to be on it the first time. You could around. do a Lost Generation series. Totally. That would be, um, you know, would be niche. But it, yeah. it, it does feel like everyone should get their chance to do it. Of all the experiences I've had in life, I think doing University Challenge
1: is the one that I would most highly recommend oh yeah well I, I, I had the same experience it was my first ever quiz show oh. and it was it was wonderful it was it was a great experience. Although there were lots of mature students actually on my series. I
0: know when you look at the really <laughs> old ones, I looked like at there was one from 1962, which, in which Bamber Gascoigne looks about twelve, and all the students look about fifty-eight, and you know you just go, hang <laughs> on a minute, that was, that's, uh, that's
1: all that's all the wrong way. it was all wrong. Whereas Life was harder then.
0: It was, <laughs> <laughs> but they were all smoking pipes as well. It's brilliant. The whole, everyone in the audience is smoking a pipe and watching University Challenge. Which is, that's those were the days when you could smoke a pipe
1: that's that's true entertainment maybe maybe (laughs) that was the pure quiz show ended when you couldn't smoke a pipe in a studio audience
0: i I sort of suspect that on brain of britain they still they at least wear smoking jackets yeah nothing i i sort of think brain of britain probably takes place in evening dress i've never been to recording
1: but i just want to i like to imagine it does yeah yeah. Don't go out, you'll disappoint yourself if you go and they're all in T-shirt and jeans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's the weird thing about um, doing the chase is that uh, when you see all of you chasers in your civvies, it's like, no, 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 you've, you've shattered the illusion. Don't you? I don't <laughs> to see Paul Sinner in a dirty tracksuit eating chips.
1: I've just got to Edinburgh every other August <laughs> and you'll see him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah that's true.
1: Buy him a pint. So,
0: yeah, game show, you could do it in a tracksuit, Quiz show, you feel like you should be wearing evening dress.
1: Case closed. There you go. Gonna travel back in time now to the glory days of the uh, teenage TV quiz. We're talking the eighties. We're talking blockbusters. And Dermot Finch is going to tell us all about his unique experience. Have you Have you thought back on it fondly?
3: I haven't been on any TV game shows since then, If that's what you mean?
0: <laughs>
1: Scarred for life.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't need to. You, that was such a perfect performance that you yeah, couldn't exactly. top it, I don't think. And what was yeah. Bob like? Because I, I, he just comes across so beautifully, Bob Holness.
3: Bob was really nice, I remember. He was, um, yeah, he was a sort of proper gent, really. Um, and uh, I don't know how he did it. He did about four or five shows a day, Mm. one after the other. Yeah. And all he did was change his jacket in between.
0: I know, but it's an amazing thing, because you you weren't the hand jive era,
3: were you? We were, but um, I didn't really... Part eight. Just too no.
0: cool for that. Honestly. I know you wouldn't have hand jived in a million years. I
3: thought the hand jive was a bit tacky, to be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was because that was only on the Friday because it was the fifth recording of the day when everyone had given up. I think they
3: all got a bit. Yeah. So that it, it
0: went out on a Friday, but it was just a gate fever, coming. really,
3: wasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> going on. Entertain people in the mid eighties.
0: Thing I loved about Blockbusters uh, was the inherent unfairness of having one contestant against two <laughs> contestants, and yet you know
3: but we disproved that one well
0: you did (laughs) two brains were not better than one (laughs) in your case (laughs) because um, do you ever see or speak to your partner what was it Philip the Philip the Great the Famous Philip the Famous
3: Philip the Famous I called you know I don't Um, that, that, that sort of normal thing happened when you sort of leave school and yeah, so you, you kind of never see each other again. Um, I think we need to facilitate
1: so. some kind of reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, I'll leave that to you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Philip. If you're out there, if you're still famous, yeah. do get in touch. Well, he did look slightly irritated at
0: points where uh, you know you he did. Was. He felt like I got,
3: telling, I, did, I got a telling off in between programmes. By the time I sort of answered five. Wrong in a row. Um, yeah, there was a sort of, there was an ad break, and I I did get a sort of telling off. So I was put in my place.
0: Well, you should have known you were great entertainment value. You know, I think with uh, a lot of the time with quizzing, if you're not going to get the answers right, get them wrong with style, and that's what well, you did.
3: Yeah, but we were we were sort of invited by our headmaster to go on telly and basically come back with, you know, a mini bus and a video recorder. <laughs> As prizes. And what
0: did you actually get?
3: What we did... came back with 40 quid and a dictionary, and uh, it was a cardigan in those, like <laughs> oh a gosh. cardigan... It was like a
0: varsity sweater, sweater thing, wasn't it? Like like
3: a thing, with, and yes. it had blockbusters down the arm. Yes. All the way, to the blockbusters from your sort of... Um, shoulder down to your wrist. That's
1: probably worth a fortune these days. Did you keep still it?
3: still got it. Oh, oh let's get got on got
0: eBay. I An mean, uh, Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I mean, actually, though, at the time, it would have been quite cruel because people would have been looking at you going, wasn't that that bloke who didn't answer anything right on Blockbusters? <laughs> and if you'd worn that <laughs> well, shirt, then they would have gone, <laughs> oh, yeah, it
3: jokes, definitely is. But But um, I, so I was about 18 then, just finishing off school, and I started at, at Liverpool University the week that was shown on telly (laughs) I I was in freshers week at Liverpool University and total strangers were coming up to me going like I've seen you somewhere before and initially, I didn't have a clue what they were going on about And until one bloke came up to me and just said, like, you made a right idiot. Oh <laughs> And then they went, oh, God, it must be that. So oh,
0: my God! people
3: did recognise me.
0: Well, do you know what, though? I bet... For about bet a day. The girls, if, if the girls had seen it, if I had seen that when I was 18 and a fresher, you would have been very much on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's such well, a didn't quiz group effect, either, if that's what you mean. And there uh, so, not enough uh, quiz groupies at
0: Liverpool that year, clearly.
3: I think initially it was like fifteen minutes of humiliation, but over time it's become a sort of, uh, yeah, like a sort of cherished fifteen minutes of I don't know what you'd call it, but um it yeah, it was all it wasn't deliberate. I think people the producers thought we were doing it on purpose. <laughs> I definitely remember coming off the set after the first episode, and the main producer said, yeah, right, that's enough of that, thank you. I try to answer some questions. And I just said, I'm doing my best. Oh, she
0: said, no, she damn it! She just didn't believe me. Oh, damn it.
3: Oliver did ever so well, didn't he? I mean, oh, some He was on his path to win. He did actually win five gold runs, so... Good luck to him. I
0: know, and you helped that. You know, you <laughs> were, you were <laughs>
1: instrumental in his. by like capitulation. Yeah. yeah well, Maybe I... that's the reunion we should
3: be facilitating. Oh, we I need to find Oliver. Win win- I think he did win a minibus actually, or something. <laughs> oh, so, nice.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. Well, yeah. I think, Hero of his school. Here we go. By well, by the end of this series of this podcast, <laughs> we will have located Philip and Oliver for <laughs> you.
3: <laughs> yes, I challenge you. I challenge you to find them. Well,
0: it was such a joy to watch, and I am glad that in the intervening years, it stopped being a painful experience have become a pleasurable memory oh
3: yeah it's, it's cause a celebration now i think
0: yeah well thank you so much for telling us about it and we'll oh, get on with that reunion
2: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank
0: Right, Jenny Ryan, are you ready? Um, not really. eh? Say yes, you are. Um, So I'm going to test you on one of the things that I think only ever comes up in pub quizzes. It's one of those life. uh, It's one of those areas of life that you never really think about any other time except at a quiz, which is champagne bottle sizes. Oh no! The number of pub quizzes I've been to, and they will give you questions like, "So here you go, Jenny. Here's number one." (sighs) How many bottles of champagne make
1: up a Jeroboam? Good Lord. Um, They're all sort of named after Old Testament prophets, and so it's like the bigger the bottle, the more senior... (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, you need a person from the Old Testament. Old Testament.
1: So, and well, a magnum is two. I'm going to go is. four. Yes.
0: There Good. we go. Well done, that woman. Four bottles or three litres of champagne. God. Jeroboam, actually, Jeroboam II was king of Israel during the year of Rome's founding, 753 BC. And then we move on to a six bottle. Which is, begins with a R? Rehoboam. You can tell I've got small children. Begins with a R. (laughs) (laughs) Rehoboam, very good. Rehoboam was the son of Solomon. Uh, Oh, and then, even I've heard of this one. Uh, Eight bottles brings you to... Methuselah? Yes. Ah,
3: Maybe I drink too much.
1: I've not got some (laughs) pop quizzes.
0: 969 years old, Methuselah lived to be. I'm sure he did. I'm, I'm sure, sure that's think. an
1: absolutely true story from that absolutely true book, of <laughs> Bible. It's written every way.
0: Everything in it. So uh, yeah, that's uh, and then the Salmanazar mm. is the next one. How many is that? Twelve? Yeah, of course it is. Oof. Nine litres. Nine litres of champagne.
1: That's just a start nice, isn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had that before it the podcast. Before, the... it, it? <laughs> before this podcast we had a uh, Salmanazar <laughs> and I'm feeling I'm feeling much <laughs> the better for it. He was an Assyrian monarch who reigned about twelve hundred and fifty BC. And then we have uh, sixteen bottles. It's not the biggest, it's the wow. se- second biggest. I
1: don't, I don't buy one of, than one of the wise men. one of the wise
0: men. Pick a wise um, man. Any wise man. Um, Balthazar. Yes. Oh! King of treasures. With the ending. It's... Balthazar, oh. uh, and we all the three wise men again. All completely. They don't stock them in my service. Well, do they stock the twenty bottle? <laughs> the the granddaddy. Wow. Uh, King of the Chadi- Chaldean. King of the Chaldean Empire in 604 BC. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: his name was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Tsar. I'm gonna go Nebuchadnezzar.
0: Yes, oh! she did it.
1: There you go. So any pub
0: quiz you go to, all you need to know now is you've had it all. There we go, and well done, Jenny. One bonus question for you: What is the name of the indentation on the underside of a champagne bottle? Um, frog? No. Oh. It's the punt. The punt.
1: I beat her. I beat her <laughs> in the end. You know, it smarted <laughs> me with your, with your high-class wine knowledge. With my punt. But those, those, that is an absolutely classic topic that comes up time and again. Mm. They'll always throw one of those questions in, mm. you know, just a little bit of revision, and, and
0: you've yeah. got that
1: extra point. And,
0: and we've makes all the done that for the people out there. No need to thank us, but now you know. My suffering is your gain. Now, we all love University Challenge. It's one of the toughest, but one of the most compelling quizzes out there. And it would not be the quiz that it is without one man. And no, I'm not talking about Paxo. I'm talking about the voice of University Challenge, Mr Roger Tilling. Roger Lovely to speak to you or lovely to hear you.
2: Hello, Lucy, or should I say Manchester Porter.
0: Oh, that's the stuff. That's what we want. That's what she lives uh, for. Oh, man. Well,
2: it's lovely lovely to be here. I was just passing, you
0: know. Yeah, no, well, you know, it's good of you to drop in. It really is. But uh, we, so both Jenny Ryan and I have been on University Challenge. And, yes. um So, Jenny, what year were you on it? Uh, about 2002 to three. Leeds, right? That's
2: right. It was Leeds, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yes. And then I was on it uh, ooh, a couple of years ago because I am much younger than Jenny. <laughs> of That's course. the yes, yeah. I wasn't on yes. the old persons edition or anything like that. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did. I did the Christmas Celebrity Thickos edition, and uh, Jenny did the proper one. And I honestly, when I did it, was so impressed and surprised that you, Roger Tilling, do it all live there and then in the moment.
2: Yes, a lot of people think I'm pre-recorded, but I am actually there. I kind of sit on the milking stool in the corner, <laughs> a rather rickety piece of scaffolding, and just look for a light. Yes,
0: just look look for the light, and when the light switches on, you uh, respond immediately.
2: That's, that's like a coiled spring, yes. lightning
0: reflexes. And I mean, so the other question that I'm sure everyone asks you is what's the trickiest pronunciation or uh, the, the stickiest moment in your job over the years?
2: Well, you know, I always ask when I get there, I say, are there any complicated surnames? Everybody looks at me and goes, no, no, Roger, you'll be fine. And then they all turn around and snigger in front of their computer. (laughs) And actually, I get about a few minutes, you know, when I go down to the studio floor and see the names being put up on the boards. And some of them, they've had to reduce the font to get it on the set. And I think, oh, my goodness, here we go. When it's an Um,
0: 11-point aerial, then you know that you're in trouble, don't you?
2: Yes, Basically, but um, it's really good fun. I've had a few complicated ones. I'm just trying to think. Papa Filipopoulos, that was a tough one. Wow, yes. Uh, Darnožek Zorko. Smart. Gosh. Oh, and <laughs> well, you they're, s- they're just tattooed on my brain. Yeah, personally. I bet That's you will problem.
0: never forget uh, those exotic names.
2: Exactly. And I think the toughest one was probably Robio Garecetegui.
0: Oh, I God love it a lot. Gosh, yeah. I'd like so to be. Magical.
1: I'd like to be Mrs. <sighs> whatever it was you just said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds amazing. But you'd have to get Roger in to pronounce uh, it
2: every single I time. Exactly, so, you know, Ringing up
0: the bank. Yes, my name, <laughs> why, Roger? It's uh, <laughs> amazing. And so tell us and how. You
2: can, rest, you can rest assured that the longer the surname, the cleverer the student's going to be. Yes. And they are going to buzz in all the time. Mm.
0: Yes, yes. Typical. That's it. Yeah. Porter Manchester didn't trouble you that much, you know. Uh, <laughs> it was the Manchester you Porter. Were I,
2: dream. I was a dream. You're and you were right. very clever, too.
0: Yeah, well, you know, oh. I, I wouldn't like to say so myself, but you're completely correct. Um, and so how did you get into it?
2: Well, I, I started out at Granada. I used to be one of the continuity announcers there, kind of introducing, I don't know, Emmerdale Farm or whatever, in a tiny little cupboard along a corridor. And they were looking for a voiceover for the series, and I kind of got it that way. Nice. Incredibly lucky. It was, was about twenty-one years ago.
0: So you were just—you so came out, out of you your did. cupboard, and or with someone passing your cupboard, and <laughs> the just, right cupboard at the right yes. time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Did you find that you were really nervous through it, and then at the end you thought, "God, I really want to do this again." You know, is it a kind of a roller coaster experience for you?
1: For me personally, uh, I really enjoyed it from the start and I felt very relaxed. I was more relaxed when we went and sat on set and got in the chair and, you know, you knew where your buzzer was and yeah. that from there on I sort of tuned out and it was just mm. trying to focus in on hearing the questions and listening for your name. Um, I know a lot of people... It is, it's a real roller coaster, and they hate every moment of it and sometimes you can see it on the contestant's yeah, faces yeah, like, yeah. like contorted in, well, in especially, pain almost. Because I
0: did the Christmas Celeb one and you can tell that there are some people who have done it because they think it's a good profile thing or there's some they're not really big quizzes and you know you just think well you idiot yeah, well, <laughs> of, of all the ones <laughs> to do you know yeah you might get away with, with pointless but you're not going to get away with university <laughs> challenge. So our team we did do quite well in our first round and we came off the first with the first show we did and we came off and we were like this is amazing this is the best fun we've ever had and we bonded so beautifully because they were all lovely and we were like we are just gonna when we come back for the semi-final we're gonna like all just um go to dinner together and we might just all get a room together because we're like such great mates forever and it's gonna be amazing and we were so elated because we'd done so well and then the next time we came back and we lost and at the end of it we all just kind of anyway. yeah, yeah. No, nice working with you both.
2: That's it. <laughs> yeah. you it
1: blacklist. It'll remind me of this horrific time. Yes, exactly. Time.
0: We've been through this trauma together. Let's never speak of it again. But <laughs> it was really good. And I am still in touch with the people I was on the team with because we did have such a good time. But it was, yeah, the, the feeling of winning uh, was... B- Probably greater, I think, than any other quiz that I've done because it was such a team effort and it was, you know... And it's so iconic. Like, you know, that set I have watched since forever, you know, because I grew up with the Bambergascoine era. So it is, like, one of my earliest memories is Were watching... you you disappointed
1: when you went in and it wasn't bunk bed style? Yeah.
0: That. I mean, it is every. it's so funny, isn't it, that you just don't question that sort of thing, that you think, oh,
2: yeah, no, it's... It? Oh, it's very true. And people that come in, you know, contestable, well, sometimes contest, and often the audience will say, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought one team was on top of the, the other. To go yes. the ladder. Is yes. It? <laughs> oh, it's a, an amazing bit of uh, trickery called split screen. Wow.
0: <laughs> it is extraordinary, isn't it? Because I um, used to work at Granada TV many years ago in production. And um, the thing that I've always loved about University Challenge is that the office, the University Challenge office, when I, I was working in entertainment, so I was on things like Stars and Their Eyes and you've been framed which as you can imagine was a you know fast-paced cutthroat world of shiny floor shows and uh, choosing the right color sequence but um we (laughs) when we got too stressed we used to go down to the university challenge office because the production team are the loveliest people you could ever possibly hope to meet aren't they roger
2: aren't they just and it's pretty much the same team, which is great. It, everyone is incredibly loyal. Yeah. You know, most of the people were there, you know, back in the you know the mid-90s. And it, it is, actually. It's a sea of calm, isn't it, when you oh, go into that office? It, it's everybody's so... so relaxed, so organized, so, you know, everybody gets yeah. on well. It's, well, it's Peter wonderful.
0: Gwynn and Irene Daniels, uh, I feel, deserve a special name check because they, through throughout my entire life, you know, from when I was a little researcher at Granada TV, all stressed, and I'd go and hide in university. University challenge because the executive producer was after me because of something I'd done on stars and the eyes um and they looked after me then and then you know going back a couple of years ago to do the Christmas celebrity uni challenge they were again just absolutely delightful and oh, talked me and judge Rinder down after our uh, <laughs> our traumatic defeat <laughs> and do you know in studio Roger like when it's going do you do you get excited going like this is going to be a classic this is going to be um, you know, one that will go down in the annals of history. Does it? Does it still get you? Ramped it does, up?
2: and I, I know I tend to get rather excited towards the end. But I'm genuinely getting quite consumed in the game. And if and if it really is a close match, you know, I'm kind of I'm on tenterhooks. You know, who's going to win? You know, if there are a few minutes to the gong and it's like five points.
0: Because is your so you, is your mic up all the time? Because- it
2: is. It goes up around um, right about the first. Start, as soon as Jeremy starts asking the first starter, they ramp the mic up, and then. That's right down to the gong.
0: Oh, my God. So if you just suddenly exclaim, holy (laughs) moly. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you doing? (laughs) Amazing! I would like to have like a DVD commentary. I would like to have one where you do just express your internal monologue throughout. And we as viewers, we get to hear that. Thank you so much, Roger. Such a pleasure pleasure to talk to you and to hear your gorgeous voice.
2: Pleasure to listen to you. Lovely to chat with you.
1: So it's time for you to be the victim of the quiz, Lucy. We're Mm -hmm. going to wrap up the show every episode with a quiz on the quiz syllabus. Yes, you are teaching me the ways of quiz and the things I will need to know to be a really good quizzer. There are certain things that do come up time and again, like the bottle sizes. Yes, yes, yes. But I thought, as this is the first episode, I've not given you time to revise. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to... I'm going to give you some home questions. I've got got a quiz here on British comedy. Well, you would think that was my home subject, wouldn't you? It better (laughs) have. OK, go on then. Fire away. Which comedian was born Philip Christopher Swan on the Isle of Wight in 1962 <gasps> oh Philip Christopher Swan Isle of Wight um, real mm-hmm. names do come up in, in lots of quizzes so I Phil Jupitus correct well worked
0: mm. out the clues were all there there were it was you know he, he looks younger if you're listening Phil but um, yeah that was about the right vintage and a Phil
1: okay in which country was Eddie Izzard born
0: <gasps> oh I know this one and I think it was oh god was it I'm going to say Yemen
1: yes okay very good indeed Woo! oh two for two nice OK. In 2005, a, a little-known actor named Jeremy Lyon was nominated for the Edinburgh <laughs> Comedy Award. I don't know if you'd know anything about no, that I mean, act. No, it rings a bell, but... Uh, um, but who won the Comedy Award that year? Oh,
0: I mean, it's not like he's bitter or anything. Uh, my husband, Justin Edwards, who played Jeremy Lyon, was beaten that year by Laura Solon.
1: Very good. For a bonus, can you tell me the name of her show? <gasps> he probably has it tattooed on his Ooh, brain somewhere, doesn't he? Do you know what? I think probably I'm not allowed to mention it, so uh, I've probably <laughs> forgot it. It's so, uh, it no. called Cop Raper's, sorry, Cop Raper's Syndrome.
0: Yes, it's because it wasn't the show that she was meant to be doing a double act with someone else, and then they dropped out. And so she ended up having to write this show really quickly, and it was amazing, and it won the
1: award that year. Fantastic. And she's now gone on to be a very successful scriptwriter in Hollywood, I think. Some more recent comedy history. Mm-hmm. 2017. Oh dear. The Comedy Award in Edinburgh was shared. Can you name the acts that shared it? I certainly can because I remember it well. The marvellous John Robbins and the stupendous Hannah Gadsby. Oh yes. One more about. Uh, Edinburgh. Which festival favourite act features Uncle Phil, Bonzo the dog and Jim the elf? Oh, that is funs and games. Wonderful funs and wonderful games. The wonderful funs and games. You're doing very well so far. Well, I don't
0: like to say I'm dislodging your quiz crown, Jenny, but uh, I think I, Oh, yeah, yeah, I played yeah. blinder there, but then next week is not going to be so easy, I suspect.
1: No, no. I'm going to pick a topic from the quiz syllabus. So I next and the week. listeners can revise. Yes, week. so giving you time to, to swat up. Okay, yes, yes christmas number ones oh, uk know christmas you number say. ones you know, that is one of the subjects that
0: always really irritates me okay christmas number one yes you are absolutely right that is a classic quiz topic isn't it right okay so which year band-aid first second and indeed the much forgotten third one have you been
1: hacking my computer no <laughs> reading my I've, questions ah, <laughs> good i'm on the right line Thanks very much for joining us on Fingers on Buzzers this week. What have we learned? Well, So much, I've we've learned so much. I've learned that the hand jive on Blockbusters was a Friday's only thing. That's right, that's right. And that
0: Dermot was really as stupid as he looked uh, on that show. I <laughs> shouldn't have admitted that. <laughs> I know, I know. I never admit your, your failures, that's what I say. Uh, lovely to talk to Roger Tilling.
1: Yeah, and, and another disappointment that it's not bunk beds on the uh, <laughs> on the University Challenge set. They're not above each other. I know,
0: it feels like we've destroyed so many sort of thoughts Shattered and dreams illusions, uh, and illusions yes but uh, lovely to talk about quiz shows versus game shows and uh, to hear well well done as well on the champagne bottles I was very impressed.
1: I, I impressed myself surprised myself because I tell that champ as I drink. Obviously, yeah, and obviously you did back. very well on your home topic but maybe not next week when you actually have to revise rather yeah. than uh, questions oh, on do work. people you know at work. <laughs> I, know, I know
0: but still never mind I shall go off and um, Thank you to everyone involved in the show today and we'll see you next time. Bye.
3: Bye. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers.